1: My name is Andy, and you are listening to the podcast. It covers all things Disney, Pixar, Marvel, and of course Star Wars. That's right. This is the Dcast this week on episode number one hundred and fifty-one. We have your box office rundown, which is kind of pathetic this week. Also, the Disneyland report from Ben Solo himself. We have some Avengers Super Bowl spot. That came out yesterday during the Super Bowl. So amazing. Also, this Ben Solo, not Ben Solo, the Star Wars solo trailer is finally out, along with some Christopher Robin news, some Jungle Cruise news, and plenty more movie news, that and much more on episode number 151 of Wait For It, The D Cast. Welcome, my name is Andy, and you are listening to episode number one fifty one. And with me as always, the man who always says no to Raylo. It's Skylar. How you it's doing, Skyler? It's me.
0: Yes. I'm good. I'm good. I'm I'm saying no to Raylo. Oh gosh. It's nonsense. Let's let's let that here. Man, I'm almost tired of defending and and going after all these Star Wars The Last Jedi <laughs> torps and oh, yeah. you know i I just want this movie to come on Blu-ray so I can keep it, you know, to myself. Yes. I want Infinity War to come out so oh we can t- talk about Infinity War and Star Wars The Last Jedi can stay in December yes. as great as it was. Yes. I'm, I am so done with the whole Star Wars so, thing.
1: So I made the I made the mistake last week of looking up Raylo fanfic, fanfiction. Oh, no. And see, me and... Um, it's kind of this thing we got going on. Uh, Shannon from Network nineteen oh one. We used to be, you know, the Cast used to be on there. She's all about Raylo, and just she's actually changed her Twitter handle to something Raylo. Oh. So I've been kind of trolling her a little bit just to get a reaction. I finally got her to react, and it's just been like she's all about it. And I just, I'm just like, why, why is this so important to people? And and there's,
0: like, I, there's a connection there, sure, but like really. Do we really need to hashtag it Raylo? It <laughs> it's ridiculous. I I've seen more people talk about Raylo being a like a love relationship more than anything, which is nonsense. Um, but the connections there, I just think like Raylo. It's why, yeah, you, why no. We're, we are just opening the door for trolls to troll this movie even more by what? calling something Raylo. The the
1: the worst part is the like the the, the Raylo fan fiction is seriously not suitable for work or family or oh my gosh like i'm reading this stuff and i had it like i felt like i needed to go like sanitize myself afterwards i'm like really people are writing this it was like you know 50 shades type stuff people are writing i'm like
0: no (laughs) it's no to me to me it's nonsense to other people out there it's fantastic to which i say stop it
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, that's what's going on in the world, guys. Thank you for uh, listening to episode number 151 of the the D-Cast. If you haven't done it already, make sure you follow Skylar over at Disney Film Facts, all the various social media networks. You can follow the D-Cast. Also, we need your iTunes reviews. We haven't got any iTunes reviews this week, and it makes me sad. I cried.
0: Makes me sad too. Yes, I
1: cried. I cried. Um, Skyler and I were just talking before the show. We got we got t shirts coming for all of our Patreon uh, subscribers. We're getting that kind of figured out. Uh, now that I'm I'm finishing up moving, I've, I got one more day of moving stuff tomorrow, and then I'm done. I go full fledged back into school and work and decast and just maybe even get back into the Cinema Insider a little bit because I had to kind of leave you guys high and dry. Um, gosh, it's just been this buying a house. It's it it seems great, but it's a lot of work. <laughs>
0: it'll all be worth it give it another week or two i'll
1: have my studio i'll have oh i'm so happy to get i'm gonna i've already picked out the the acoustic paneling i'm gonna use against what i'm gonna record on and oh it's gonna be worth it It's gonna be worth it and there I mean, you go i haven't been in the movies since i saw the post like in mid-january i think which is not like me at all so how's your weekend i saw you went to disneyland this weekend
0: yeah, I went to uh Disneyland. Actually, I went to Disneyland with Derek, uh our friend from the Cinema Insider. Uh we went just to, you know, just just to ride a couple rides, walk around, enjoy ourselves, and then we watched the the Super Bowl for the trailers because football's a thing. Um Go sports. Yeah, go sports team. Shoot that three-pointer for a touchdown. Um, you know, it it was it was just relaxing. It was it was nice. Uh this week actually was a really good week. Um a lot of cool things in the works for me. I was, I've been teasing a lot of things on social media. Yes, you have. Um, in fact, I actually had lunch with uh, our Disneyland reporter, Ben Solo, the other day. Him and I went and had a burger and hung out and kind of talked some things that we want to do and get with, get with yourself and bring him on board in a different capacity. And very exciting to talk about that in the future. And it's just a good week, all around so, a good week. So I can't I, wait till you get down here.
1: Oh, yes, I, I'll i be down there for like I could be with you guys for like half a day. Hopefully we can get hook up and get together. And, oh, yes, I have, I've never I've never actually met Skylar in person before. I know we've been in the same room like several times. Oh, uh, yeah. But like, you know, I've never actually met Skylar in person. So but Ben, yeah, uh, Ben Solo, our Disneyland reporter. So he's been killing it. And he's just got that radio voice that I love. And so I put out a survey on Instagram, on Instagram stories. Should we bring Ben on as a permanent part of the d And overwhelmingly, like 99% guess, there was only one no vote. And it was you, Skylar. And that hurt my heart. Like, my heart <laughs> is... is-
0: I just thought it'd be funny to vote. No, know Ben you. knows. I love him. Ben <laughs> knows. I want him on the show. <laughs> so I'm not, I just, I wanted to sway the vote, even though it was going to be a hundred percent, whether I voted or, you know, or if I didn't vote. So
1: I'm like, yeah, I'm going to say no. So I guess the decision is made. We're going to, we're, we're bringing him on as like a, a, like a third host, like I, or, or another, like a permanent part of the D cast. Let's talk about this here live on the air. Let's um, do it. Should we bring him on as a, a third host, a guest host, a, I, I don't know. What do you think?
0: I, I mean, he know. Okay. So here's, let's, us uh, Ben's going to be like, he's going to listen to this tomorrow morning on his way to work. I yes. already know. He's probably sitting here wa- right now on his drive to work as I'm talking and he's <laughs> getting ready to shake his head. Here's what <laughs> Ben brings. This is what Ben brings to the table. Let's forget the fact that he is going to be the pretty boy. If we ever want him on YouTube. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes. He's the pretty boy. Um, he's going to bring a a a different range of audience for us a good range yes um, he's got the the Casey Kasem radio voice which i'm jealous of because uh, I'm Casey Kasem yeah welcome to the top 40 i'm just I, i'm like man your voice is perfect yeah and he's he knows his star wars he knows his marvel he's got a love for disney he's more he, where you and i cover the movies pretty hardcore mm-hmm. i think it, Ben will come in and be a good balance to us. I think yes. plus he has the Disneyland knowledge. Not that we don't, but he he's there a little more than we are. Yes. Um so yeah, I mean he he brings a lot to the table.
1: I I agree. I think we should Okay, Ben, this is us asking you now, as you're driving to work, uh, it's Tuesday morning for you. You probably are listening to this right now. Will you be the third co-host? We usually record Sundays. Uh, we're asking you to come on, man. And then if you can't make it, you just give us a Disneyland report. And uh, so, yeah, that's what we're doing now. Asking you, Ben, can you answer yes or no? Like, Texas right
0: now. Go. Yeah, Texas. We'll be we'll waiting. Pull,
1: pull over. I don't care if you're on the 405. Whatever. Just pull over and do it now. Okay. Good. All right. Sweet. Yeah, okay, we'll be waiting. Yes. So yeah, that we're we're talking about this instead of the box office rundown because the box office rundown is pathetic this week. Oh my gosh. So it's it's horrible. I don't even know what and, to talk about. And next week's this, not any
0: better. Like no, oh, I know. I I don't, I did see the one new wide release this week. Uh, that
1: um, was uh, w- uh, Winchester. Winchester?
0: Yep. Let me tell you, Andy, for a low budget horror film uh starring Helen Mirren, a fantastic actress yes. by the way. Yeah. This movie was actually pretty awful.
1: Awful? Okay.
0: This movie was terrible. Oh my gosh. Jumps Okay, first off there's jump scares galore and they're not smart jump scares. They're like it's It's the most predictable jump scare in the world where when you're sitting in a movie, you know what's coming. You're like, okay, this is going to happen and you call it. And then they try to do like two jump scares in a row. And then there's this long gap of let's talk about this history about the Winchester rifle, which is like a side story within the story. And you start to get a little bored and then they get you with a predictable jump scare. The ghosts look like they are sci-fi, straight-to-VOD-style ghosts. Oh. The the dialogue is insanely corny. I There was one scene, and I'm not spoiling anything for anyone who hasn't seen this, and I'll get through this quick, is a ghost goes to ch- choke Mrs. Winchester, the Helen Mirren character. Uh. And just the way he goes, he says this, like, he goes, you did this to me! And I'm just like, oh my... And literally, I probably did better, so... Um, Whatever studio did the Winchester, if you're watching this video and you're like, oh, my gosh, better than the actor we chose. Well, I'm here available for work. Um, Lionsgate, call us up, man. Helen Mirren did a fantastic job playing a character, a real life character, by the way. Yeah, a real life house. Yeah. About a character we knew nothing about. So I can't even tell you that she played a good Sarah Winchester. I'm only saying that I think she did good as a creepy Old house lady, yeah. House owner. It's it, it's it's a horrible movie. I don't think I need to talk about it anymore. Well, I think it deserved the nine dollars it made, nine million dollars it made. <laughs> so
1: just just to run it down. Number five, we had the post, which has been out forever. Number four, the greatest showman. Number three, Winchester. Number two, Maine, Maze Runner. And still at number one, we have Jumaji, uh, which is the, the big. I think is the biggest surprise of the year. Like, I would not. I mean, we've talked about this at length because it just keeps hitting number one. And January tends to be the dumping ground for studios that movies aren't, just aren't going to make it. And, uh, yeah, the same is true for uh, not Jumaji, but all these other movies. Next week, next weekend, let me just tell you, it's, it's we have some cinematic masterpieces coming next week. Uh, well, f- 1517 to Paris actually intrigues me. It does. Oh,
0: I, I will say this. I, I don't know if you followed me on Twitter. I am not buying into the real life heroes as stars of my movie gimmick. No, that, I, I, I'm just not buying into it. The, that, I want to see it. I want to. The movie itself sounds super cool. Yeah. The real life story is really cool. I just do not like getting non actors to play characters in a movie. That, that is very like.
1: interesting to me because you have you have so many people who have worked. Uh, I mean, gosh, there's like a pool of 400 of them in, in my town who work so hard to get work and you have these, you have guys who are don't nothing to take away from them. Real heroes who did a real thing. I just think it'd be better to get a trained actor to portray them. But the fact they're using the real life p- heroes intrigues me enough that I want to go see it. And, but you're right. I think it's a gimmick. I think it's a total gimmick. Yeah.
0: I, it, and I only say that like there are in, I had this conversation. There are first time actors <laughs> in a movie. Like, you, you look at the Florida project filled with first time actors, child actors, but the difference there is they had schooling and training where they took these real life heroes in 1517 to Paris. And they said, here's a couple weeks of training of acting classes, go out where these kids might've had months of training. And it's, it's a little different to me. I, we didn't see the real Captain Sully play Sully. We saw Tom Hanks do a brilliant job playing it, Sully. It,
1: so. exactly, I, it 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 does kind of bother me. Like with the Florida project, though, you had legit actors anchoring the movie, though. Like exactly, it, you had the, the, the lead of the Florida project is a, oh a, William a Defoe. William Dafoe, who you know we know from Spider Man and a billion other you know other films is. A, a brilliant, brilliant stage theater in, and, and, and film actor, right. right? And all the other first time actors. So, yeah, but that, that, that's next week. Uh, also Peter rabbit.
0: Oh man. There's a part of me that kind of wants to see it because the cast is so good. The cast and I grew is up, really good. I grew up on the Peter rabbit story. We all know about, uh, you know, the little bunny with a, you know, a denim jacket and, yeah. um, Mr. Fisher, uh, you know, the Gardener.
1: I mean we have we have James Corden, Daisy Ridley, Donald, I mean Donald Gleason, uh Rose Byrne. Um, I just I'm like, okay, Margot, Margot Robbie, Robbie. Margot Robbie's in this film.
0: Like, it's just it's a stacked cast.
1: But I just I think the story is lacking. And then of course, I know I'm gonna be there opening night, and so are you. Oh,
0: I know you are, I know what's coming.
1: Oh, oh, fifty shades freed, the yes. last film of the Fifty Shades trilogy, which is based off Twilight fan fiction, my gosh, how is this still a thing? How have we got three movies out of this? I, I, I so much I want to say, but I'm not going to say about this the, this film. It, and
0: the the, the oh. it's probably not appropriate to say anything yeah. about this film. It, this, in all
1: honesty, see, this this stuff worries me. This this is why Raylo worries me because the the, the Fifty Shades. Movies come from fan fiction that was written about Twilight. That's why Fifty Shades is based in Seattle. Twilight was based in Washington, you know, Forks, Washington, or whatever. And so I, I, I could see this whole Raylo thing turning into something none nobody wants, but it's just going to be really popular because there's a really dedicated group of people who love it. And um, yeah, this is what this is when fan fiction goes wrong. I'm just going to leave it at that. So. Ah, boy. Gross. So that is the box office rundown, guys. What are you seeing next week? Are you going to be seeing Fifty Shades Freed? Let us know. With that, we're going to our Disneyland reporter, Ben Solo, from Disneyland. He was there all three days, and he's going to be telling you what's going on in the parks this past week.
2: What's going on, Andy and Skylar? What's going on, Decast? Ben Solo here with the Disneyland Report. So much to talk about. I had an amazing weekend at the parks. I was there Saturday, Sunday, and Monday for a couple hours on Monday. Just a, in a great weekend. I am completely burned out, but I don't regret anything. Got on so many rides. We actually tried what's called a Max Pass. So for those of you that don't know and are planning a trip to Disneyland, a max pass can be added to your daily pass, or it can also be added to your annual pass. Now, if you are just doing it for the day, it's 10 bucks. If you are doing it, you're just adding it to your annual pass, I believe it's 75 and it comes with a photo pass. Um, what it is, is you're able to, every hour, set up a fast pass for another ride with the specific times listed on the Disneyland app comes in very handy when you're trying to get on as many rides as possible. And man, did we get on everything that we wanted to. We got on Big Thunder. We got on Pirates of the Caribbean. We got on Indiana Jones, Space Mountain, Goofy's Flight School, um, what else, Guardians of the Galaxy, Mission Breakout, Soaring Over the World. We got on everything we wanted to. It was, a, it was just a blast. Now Sunday, we actually took time to really try out all the food that we wanted to. At uh, the Lunar New Year and we also took pictures with Mulan such a sweetheart um, we waited about an hour to take a picture with her but it was totally worth it Skylar, you would have loved her um, but anyways back to the food tried the uh, shrimp skewers at the Vietnamese spot we tried the uh, three chicken uh, bowl at the Chinese spot we had um, veggie dumplings in soy sauce dipping sauce, banana milk, Vietnamese coffee, just delicious, amazing mouth-watering food. So definitely swing by, check it out, try some of the food, read up on some of the culture. They have posters and signs everywhere explaining what every uh, family does for the new year there was one for the vietnamese family there was one for the korean family and there was one for the chinese family and it goes into detail on how they celebrate the new year very cool to educate yourself on that and enjoy some culture enjoy some delicious food now for those that are wondering what disneyland is doing right now that they're doing a lot of refurbishments and there's a lot of walls in main street we caught the uh disneyland marching band and my buddy mondo Shout out to the Disney Bay. We caught them and they played everything from Pirates of the Caribbean to Beauty and the Beast. Belle came out, danced around, said hi to guests, and their big finish was about five scores from the Star Wars trilogies, or the Star Wars saga, sorry. Wow. They went from some of the prequel songs to Han Solo and, you know, Han uh, Solo and the Princess, Uh, Their big finish, the main title, amazing. Choreographed, very talented. Make sure you catch the the Disneyland marching band. So I wanted to leave you with Solo's Disneyland trip tip of the week. From personal experience, (laughs) always remember where you parked. I can't tell you how many times I've been at Mickey and Friends parking structure, and I'm so excited to get to the trams, and I'm thinking about getting through security, getting to the trams getting to the park. Am I gonna get a churro today? Am I gonna get a dole whip? Am I gonna get a turkey leg? What am I gonna do? Can you tell I like food a lot? Anyways, besides the point, I forget where I parked, and by the time I get back, which is seven, eight, sometimes 10 hours later, I have no idea where I parked. I've been lost in that parking structure so many times. I can't, just please, please, please remember where you park. Take a picture of the closest sign, remember what floor you're on. Just please take my advice and don't get lost like I did so many times. With that, my friends, that is the Disneyland Report. I am Ben Solo, back to you guys.
0: you think i think so i i he's a he's a great guy very respectful yeah knows his stuff in the you know with like i said the disney parks he knows his movie he has that movie knowledge i think will bounce off with us really well um yeah i'm excited i can't wait to see what happens
1: i am too i am too so yesterday this is why this is the show was delayed uh because uh, there was this sports match at the Justin Timberlake concert yesterday where they like to show many ad, ad, adver, ad, advertisements uh, in the commercial breaks. And first of all, I want to talk about this one. There's a lot to talk about. Uh, Avengers, Super Bowl spot. Oh, my gosh. In 30 seconds, they told us more than the trailer did.
0: Yeah, it was uh, – a. We, so we got a lot of new footage in yes. the 30 seconds crammed in. I, there's – uh, there i just have a lot, a lot of questions i i'm i want to keep watching this these trailers but it's hard to stay it's, it's hard to in- totally. i'm, I'm oh, watching man. it now <laughs> um it's it, there's a lot to take away from this trailer i the marketing's fantastic on oh, twitter gosh. if you're on twitter they have the uh the avengers infinity war emojis now so If you hashtag one of the 22 characters, you get a little uh, character emoji, which is genius. Where's Ant-Man? They they released Ant-Man yet? They didn't really. Okay, this is where I was going to go with it next is Ant-Man is not on there. And I'm not and I'm not going to insinuate anything with that. And Hawkeye was not on there. Um, What if what if there's a reason these characters don't have emojis?
1: Oh, I, I want Ant no Ant I'm Man. not
0: saying I, I am I'm just having fun I'm like I, could oh. this mean Hawkeye's demise could this mean Ant-Man's demise because Ant-Man and the Wasp which comes out a couple months after Infinity War takes place before Infinity War
1: yeah so, I know I know I man's my favorite Paul Rudd I, it's my. it's one of my favorites favorite Marvel I know. but there's I a bunch
0: like of other characters that aren't that don't have their emojis I mean when we look when we really look at it there's a couple agent uh, shield agents that are going to be in the movie that don't have one wong from doctor strange doesn't have true, one pat Potts doesn't have one so there's a, there's a few other characters that we can kind of oh. play around and speculate so, co-
1: what was what was the the payroll on this film was for acting for the talent like oh my goodness
0: there are reports that the budget for this movie was closing in on almost a billion dollars which is which is not true they can't, um, they can't be true no, no. If you, if I had to guess the budget between Infinity War and Avengers Four, let's let's just take Infinity War, just because it's the one we're so uh, close to getting, and mm-hmm. it's going to be the big impact movie. If I had to guess, this is without the marketing. I'm going off of like paying the actors, getting the production going. I'm going to say three hundred and fifty million.
1: Yeah, I'd say between three hundred and fifty and four hundred, and that's
0: before marketing. And marketing. You know, just think of all the the money to spend on marketing, like, you know, posters, trailers. A clicks. Super Bowl spot. Yeah, thir- yeah. What was it? Six, seven, eight million dollars for a 30, 30 second, second spot. spot. Yeah. So, yeah, it's I just want this movie to come out tomorrow. Yes. But then again, we get Black Panther next week. So,
1: yes, Black Panther next week. Are you going opening night or opening weekend? I'm assuming.
0: Opening night.
1: I am too. Thursday night. I am going to see this film. It has the highest pre-sales of any other Marvel movie. I have not bought my tickets yet. I'm going to try to buy them tomorrow. Oh my gosh! I'm so stoked for. I just because this movie is going to be so integral to the rest of the universe, and I think it's going to answer what? a lot of questions about the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe for us with the Infinity Stones. You know, obviously, there's the history with vibranium and Wakanda. So, oh gosh, it, I, I, and then we know Captain America is just kind of chilling there, you know, and so he's Oh, he
0: looks great. He, he looks, looks awesome,
1: and I, like I guarantee you, the the after credit scene. I oh, I can't guarantee you because they always throw you for a loop somehow, but the after credit scene is probably to have something to do with Cap in it, something that's going to lead right into Infinity War. Like it's going to
0: be yeah. I, I I I don't think you're wrong. I I would think that the end credit scene has something to do with Bucky.
1: Yes, yes, yeah. Bucky's, or maybe both of them. I think Bucky's thought out, whatever, something happens, and all right, let's get him out, let's go. Oh, goodness gracious me, this is going to be, this is going to be good, this is going to be good. So, are you guys going to go see Black Panther this weekend, and what do you guys think of the Avengers Infinity War s- spot on the Super Bowl? And what other Super Bowl commercials did you like? I The one that intrigued me the most was the Dundee, did you see that? For Australia, I thought this was was like a legitimate spoof film. Like, oh, my gosh, the cast is stacked. This is hilarious. I've never heard of this production company before. But, I mean, it's got some legit names, so this has got to be real. And then the the marketing
0: was just genius. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it was genius marketing. I I knew it was too good to be true. Oh, gosh.
1: Now, what was Justin Timberlake wearing yesterday? Like a camouflage suit and a,
0: a deer vest? He's... I don't know. It, it doesn't it matter. All the girls were swooning over <sighs> him, anyways. He's, uh, he's Back, that guy could wear a paper bag over his head and dance around on stage, and girls would still go nuts for him.
1: I was kind of hoping the, 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 I don't know. I kind of was hoping I'd heard rumors that NSYNC was going to have a reunion last night. And part of me, even though I would have, my, my, my 17 year old self would have kicked myself in the face, part of me was kind of
0: wanting it. I kind of wanted it too. I'm not going to lie.
1: Yeah. Uh. But
0: anyway, singing singing suit and tie and then give it like four seconds later and they break into bye bye bye.
1: Oh, that would have been amazing. So so there's a bunch of other news that you had on Disney Film Facts. Let's run this down. Let's start off with what do we know about the Jungle Cruise film and a new co-star?
0: Oh, this one's going to be great. It is reported by our good old friends over at Variety that Emily Blunt, uh, best known for her role in Into the Woods, as well as our upcoming Mary Poppins as Mary Poppins, uh, she's in talks to star with Dwayne Johnson in the Jungle Cruise. Uh, she would be playing a character uh, new to the film. Uh, she's she would be a scientist. Um, I guess there's, I guess there is a an epidemic going on in the jungle. Uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson is playing the skipper of the Jungle Cruise, he will play the skipper. That was kind of the big question. Is he the skipper or is he not the skipper? He's mm-hmm. the skipper. Um, Blunt's character is a scientist who teams up with Johnson on you know, the riverboat, and they're on the hunt for a magical cure for this said epidemic. Okay. So it's not a lot else is known about this movie. There's production's going to begin here in May. Yeah, it's going to take place in Atlanta. I believe in South America we'll do a few uh, pickup shots. It's being directed by... Jean-Colette Serra, who did The Shallows and The Commuter. Uh, he also did Nonstop. stop Okay. Uh, so if you're a fan of those movies, that's, that's what Disney's bringing to the table with The Jungle Cruise. There's no set release date yet. I would assume maybe early 2020.
1: Mm-hmm. It,
0: 2019 is just so stacked for Disney yes. that t- you, Disney's not looking to add another movie to the 2019 slate. So it'll be fun. It, there's a bunch of... Rumors I had heard that were competing for the role, I had heard Evangeline Lilly was in talks – or not in talks, but was uh, considered for the role that Blunt is uh, going to take. Uh, but yeah, I don't, I don't know a lot on this uh, on this film itself. In, uh, back in 2007, this movie was announced, and back then, uh, it was originally going to star Tim Allen and Tom yeah. Hanks. yeah. And that was just based off the success they had in you Toy, know, Story. With the Toy Story films. Yeah. And Disney wants to continue to work with Tim Allen and Tom Hanks as they have done in the past. So I'm excited for this movie. This is a movie Disney really wants to hurry up and get into production. They really want to fast track this movie. Uh, Disney already has a working relationship with both Emily Blunt and The Rock and – you know, that relationship's only going to get stronger. And w- hopefully within the next couple months, we hear more casting news and maybe the announcement of a release date.
1: And what is going on with Christopher Robin?
0: Oh, man. So this one's a cool one. This one was, this is probably my favorite news story of the week. Um, so let's, let's kind of rewind a few months ago when we reported that Brad Garrett was actually in talks to take on the role of Eeyore since then he has signed on for the role of Eeyore. The big question was who was going to voice these other characters? And Jim Cummings was announced to return to voice Winnie the Pooh as he should. He's yes. been the voice role for 30 years. But it wasn't – he wasn't announced to do Tigger. So Ooh. we had heard from another, another source, another – uh, we weren't the ones to report it, but there was another source saying that Alan Tudyk was, you know, petitioning for the role. So Disney didn't consider Alan Tudyk. Um, not that Disney wouldn't consider him. Obviously, they love Alan Tudyk. but Alan Tudyk himself was petitioning for the role of Tigger. Uh, you know, other actors were considered. Dustin Hoffman was considered for Tigger, Steve Martin was considered for Tigger, and Martin Short was considered for Tigger. But it looks like they went with Chris O'Dowd. Um, he, if you don't know who Chris O'Dowd is, he is actually best known for playing Kristen Wigg's love interest in the movie Bridesmaids. Yes. Um, I, he's either the Scottish or the Irish. I don't I believe he's Irish. Irish, I think No, he's probably Scottish or something. He's one or the other. He's got that thick Irish or Scottish accent. Um, he's an interesting voice for Tigger. Um, but yeah, so he's signed on for Tigger. That was uh, kind of weird. Uh, but it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, another Doctor Who person is coming to oh. – another Doctor Who actor is coming to the Disney family, uh, David Tennant, who was Doctor Who at one point. That's plays, a good choice. Uh, Yeah, he plays Scrooge in uh, the new DuckTales revival. Well, Christopher Robin has signed on Peter Capaldi. He was the most recent Doctor Who. He will voice Rabbit, which I think is genius yes. casting. And then Toby Jones will voice Owl. And that's a fan. If you don't, if you have not seen Toby Jones work, do yourself a favor. IMDb Toby Jones is one of the most underrated character actors working today. Uh, He played uh, Zola in uh, Captain America, the first adventure. And he reprised his role in the Winter Soldier with his voice role. He played the the German scientist that was uh, Red Skull's partner. Mm -hmm. He signed on to play Owl. Um, another little bit of news is Sophie Oconito uh, I don't, forgive me if I'm butchering your name I believe it's Sophie Oconito She's voicing Kanga She takes over the role from Kristen Anderson uh, For reasons I'm not sure I tried looking into it I have no idea But she's going to step in and do the role I don't know much on her background But she is also a, a newer casting to the film So it's going to be exciting
1: and with Toby Jones, I just imdb beat him. I, I recognize him from several films. Man, this guy, he is a hard-working actor. Oh, my gosh. Oh, yes. I mean, 2017, he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine credits in major wide-release films all over the world.
0: Oh, um, yeah. This guy's nonstop working. He's it, a great character. Actor. Great. Like
1: little, little, very specific character roles. that maybe they're hardly credited. But, man, he's working it. Gosh. So he yeah, sure is. Check that out. And lastly, I'm so excited for this. Wreck-It Ralph 2. More characters added. We're getting some Star Wars in here. Oh, my gosh. I'm fangirling. I'm fangirling. What's okay, happening? This is,
0: so this was my little scoop of last week. This one was the one I had to kind of pull. I teased this one. Uh, about a week ago um, Yeah so additional characters are being Added to the oh my Disney scene uh, Which really doesn't come As a shock as as Noticed at D23 we got little cameos From C-3PO And a stormtrooper and the Disney Princesses uh, but other characters That are expected to make Appearances are Iron Man, Gamora mm-hmm. uh, I'm sure a few other MCU Characters Iron Man and Gamora are the only Ones that I personally know of uh, General Grievous will make a quick cameo in the film, which should be funny. And other characters from Moana. Now that one's not clear which characters that could be. It'd be really cool to get the Rock in I'm there just thinking kind that. of get Maui in there. But that's not one hundred percent clear. For all we know, uh, it could be Hey Hey. Uh, he'd make the most sense to me. Yeah. Um, you know, just a funny little chicken. You that would bring Alan Tudyk back to the Wreck It Ralph franchise. Um, So, yeah, there's going to be more appearances from these characters in the the Oh My Disney scene. Uh, I expect them to bring in even more characters in the Internet scene, non-Disney. But I believe there's some deals that need to be worked out there. But, yeah, yeah, just a a fun little fun little scoop for everyone who's excited for Ralph Breaks the Internet that comes out this year.
1: Speaking of General Grievous and the prequels, did you happen to catch Saturday Night Live this past weekend?
0: Oh, boy, did I?
1: Natalie Portman. She did that one rap thing. Did you see that?
0: Yeah. She, well, she did. She originally did it back in like 2007. Six. Yeah. She didn't. Yeah. Okay. So 2006. She did Natalie's rap, which is uh, if, uh, if kids, please don't, don't this listen up. to uh, it. Yeah. Parents, parents uh, listen headphones, at your headphones, will, headphones, but it yeah. is hilarious. Uh, Natalie Portman is fantastic. She came back and did it again and kind of made fun of. Herself, I'll say that. I don't want to tease anything. I don't want to spoil anything, but she made fun of herself and it's fantastic. And yeah. if you're a star Wars fan, you need to go and watch it.
1: Check that out. It's on SNL's YouTube page is, yeah, especially star Wars fans. It's, Oh my gosh. I was, I had heard about it. And so I usually go back and watch SNL like the next day or the day after that. But I went back and watched this clip and I was cracking up. I will say she, she dresses up as princess Amadala and we'll leave it at that. And segueing into Star Wars, for all the haters and trolls out there, guess what? We got this weekend. What did we get this weekend, Skyler?
0: Oh, man. We got a Super Bowl spot, a 45-second Super Bowl spot, which was interesting. Yes. Because usually when you get a, a Super Bowl spot and a trailer is debuting the following day, usually most of that spot will be in the trailer. Oh, it wasn't. We got, oh. we got two different I would say trailers. Yes, yes. We got a 45 second spot and then we got a completely different trailer. We got like a sizzle um, reel and, and we a got full some, trailer.
1: It was amazing.
0: Exactly. Uh, I want to talk about the the first uh, the Super Bowl spot which yes. was fantastic. I loved the Super Bowl spot. There was a shot um, where one of the uh, uh, star destroyers is coming through a storm. And through the clouds and the mist, and you see a bolt of lightning and thunder come, and you just see the outline of the Star Destroyer, oh, yeah. one of the coolest shots I had ever seen. Uh, you know, you see a little bit of um, – uh, uh, I was about to call him Han Ehrenreich. Uh, <laughs> Alden Ehrenreich is Han Solo. Uh-huh. Uh, Donald Glover as Lando looks genius. Yes. Um, there's a female, uh, a female droid. Yeah, a female. I should say not a female droid. I don't know if droids have gender, um, but a fem a droid voiced by a female. Yes, uh, Phoebe Waller Bridge is actually voicing this droid, so we got a sneak peek of her, um, which is very cool to see. It, lo- it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. The second trailer. To uh, talk about the first the first Super Bowl spot, Andy, I want to hear your thoughts. For before, me, for I, I,
1: the I I I literally I literally freaked out because it was it was so. It was not what I was expecting. It, it definitely had that Rogue One feel to it, yes. which it needs to. Which it needs to with these spinoffs. Um, wasn't funny, but you could see Ron Howard's hand, his directorial hand, his his auteur ness on it. So it was there. It's, it's definitely a Ron Howard film, uh, just fr- from the get go. You know, there was there was the, the throwbacks to the fans. You know, you had Chewie in there and. I just, it was, it really, it gave us a good background. And they may be, this may be a red herring, but as far as what kind of sets us up for the story, you know, if you've seen the trailer, you know, he, he goes to the, the empire, he wants to be the best pilot, he wants to enlist, and then we find out, as we talk in the trailer, what happens with that. Uh, gosh, and then this, the, Donald Glover, like, oh, he was the choice for Lando, I I
0: Oh perfect casting.
1: Gosh. So yeah, I, I literally I was geeking out because it just it looks good. Alden Elreich sounds amazing as a character. He looks, he looks like, just a, like he him. looks oh, like he looks
0: like a, like a young. Oh. So you can tell he's probably 15 years younger than Harrison Ford was playing yeah. the character in and, you know, a new hope.
1: And I'm so, and people are going to say this. Well, he had to get an acting coach, but every major actor has an acting coach. And a lot of times they have to bring them a set to help work on roles because that's just what you do. That is not uncommon, especially in large budget feature films. He probably already had an acting coach he'd working with and Disney paid to bring them on to help him with this role, because this is a role that you cannot get wrong. This is so iconic.
0: Well, okay. So here's the thing. So this is what I heard. Uh, regarding the the uh, the acting coach thing, so when the whole uh, when the whole uh, switch up happened with directors, yes. an acting coach was brought on immediately. So everyone went out and reported, "Hey, uh, they need to get an acting coach for Alden Ehrenreich." Well, here's the thing: here's why Alden Ehrenreich got an acting coach because the tonal shift of the movie Huge. went from hardcore comedy with Phil Lord and Chris Miller to a more sci-fi western comedy with ron howard his style of directing and comedy is so vastly different than chris uh uh, phil lord and chris miller's that he needed an acting coach to adjust to ron howard's sensibilities as a director And, and i think any actor in the world would have needed to do that based on a vastly different change like if harrison ford was 40 years younger Doing this movie He would have needed An acting coach
1: Oh gotcha And Lord Miller They were very much like Okay here's the Just the scene Go do it And just They let They had this improvisational style About letting the actors Do what they wanted And kind of just Not stick to the script Which is not For various reasons What Lucasfilm wants Because they have the canon They're trying to keep intact And they don't want Some offhand comment To totally throw everything off Exactly One of the reasons Why Lord Miller Did not end up Directing this film but when you go from working with two directors who are just kind of letting you do whatever to have the, a Ron Howard, a legendary Oscar winning director, come in and say no or stick into the script. Um, and he really, he, Ron Howard does a great job of drawing out his actors, drawing out the motivation. He is he is an actor's director, uh, being a having been an actor for many years himself. He understands the craft of acting. So right. there was that shift that had to happen. So, yeah, haters, stop it. Let's talk about this morning's trailer. I cried. I cried. I cried.
0: I I liked the Super Bowl spot a little more. I did too. But I I enjoyed the trailer. It was like we had said, it's the right tone. This movie, if there's going to be any Star Wars movie that has elements of comedy, it is this one. Yes. It has to be. It's Han Solo. What I liked about Alden Ehrenreich in the trailer was that he wasn't trying to copy. He wasn't trying to copy Harrison Ford as Han Solo. Yeah. He tried to do the mannerisms of Han Solo. Um, you know, he tried to, the smirks, the, the way he was responding to questions, uh, when asked by different characters. Um, mm-hmm. it, and I, I, can appreciate that. And, uh, I, I actually listened to a YouTube show, uh, 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 John Campia, someone that you actually know as well. Yeah. Um, he made a fantastic point on this trailer that he doesn't need to be Hans He doesn't need to be Harrison Ford. He needs to be Han Solo. Exactly. And a great comparison that John Campion made was: look at Chris Pine as Captain Kirk in the Star Trek franchise. Yes. Like Chris Pine is great as Captain Kirk. Yes. But he is nothing like William Shatner. Nor can he be. And does he have the mannerisms of William Shatner? Sure. But he's a completely different character. Like he made the role his own, which I think Alden Ehrenreich needs to do to make this movie great. Um, You know, there was a couple other things I really enjoyed about the – Lando, uh, like I had said. There's a shot of Chewie, uh, you know, putting his arm on Han Solo's back, and that was kind of cool. That kind of gave me like the feels, uh, as the kids would say. Uh, We saw (laughs) some new character posters, which I thought were awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, but this this trailer was great. Uh, the a funny thing to the trolls that we always have to talk about. Why these trolls are still going after us? Yeah. Uh, the in the trailer it said this summer, not this winter. Um, if this movie was going to be delayed, it would have said this Christmas or this winter. So, uh, trolls, shame on you for thinking this movie was getting delayed. Yeah, um, that's the reason. Ron Howard came on fast to, and hurried to get this oh. you know movie out in May. He held up a sign that said – when he revealed the title for Solo in that quick little video a few months back, Uh he made sure that sign said May 25th. So obviously this movie's not getting delayed. But it was nice to see that the trailer said this summer, can I just tell you, I liked the music in both trailers. Yes. It sounded so cool. I was so stoked.
1: Yeah. I will say I am a little disappointed to not have a Star Wars film this December because that's kind of become a thing the last three years. But – this May is going to be with we well, But at the same
0: time, Star Wars used to be a May franchise. Yeah, it did.
1: It did. Totally. But to have, you know, Avengers 30 war and soul in the same month is going to be epic just for film going in general for theaters. It's going to be awesome. I, <sighs> I almost I, I know I didn't. There's so many little things they're throwing in there in the in the trailer. Like for a minute, I thought I saw Maz Kanada. I don't think it, it wasn't her. I went back and I paused it, but there was one little spot. Like, is that Maz? It wasn't. Um, there was one. The oh gosh, there's little things they did with certain characters. Is that this character from the new foot? No, wait, is that yeah. all, all over it? And they they're they're messing with us in a lot of ways. Ron Howard is messing with us in a lot of ways. But I love the story they're telling. You have a young Han Solo. He wants to be the best pilot in the galaxy. He goes and joins the empire, but the, like the, the trailer says he got kicked out for, you know, thinking for himself for having a brain and he goes and he just, he wants to be the best pilot. And that means he has to smuggle and, you know, what's going to find out what happened with the Kessel run. I'm, I'm really intrigued about that. Who is this female lead they have playing? What is, what is, what is her role in, in, in the ethos and the mythos of Han Solo? Um, Gosh, and who's the main villain is it the empire is it a, a certain admiral are we going are we going to see Vader? That's who, are we going to see Vader in this film? I don't know.
0: Uh that's this the, okay. A oh man, one of the Darth Vader actors, the newer Darth Vader actors was spotted on the set. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. I if, if I had to place like a ten dollar bet because I'm not a, I'm not a spender and I'm not a I'm not a gambler. But if you if I had ten bucks and I wanted to say yes or no, do I think he has the slightest of an appearance? I would say yes, like not like Rogue One appearance. Like I think his role in Han Solo would be way smaller than Rogue One, and even then there was only one powerful scene with Darth Vader. Um, I think the safe money is there's a character that we see Han Solo blasting at in the first trailer or in the Super Bowl spot uh-huh. that looks like it could be a villain and we get a, a better look at that character in the second trailer. Now, whether or not that's Amelia Clark in a mask or Woody Harrelson, who knows? Um, I, my money would be I, Jabba the Hutt. They're keeping him a secret. Oh, yeah. I, I, I got to assume it's him. Jabba um, and Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett. I I'd be willing to place ten bucks at Boba Fett's in there before Darth Vader.
1: Not that I'm a huge fan of Boba Fett. I think uh, he was a tertiary character that got blown out of proportion, and they put him to him in the prequels, and his dad in the prequels, and the whole the clones, and don't get me started on that. But yeah.
0: Anyways, this it's oh it's, really quick, really quick. Before we end it, there did there was one sh- quick shot in the new trailer in the where. There was a standoff where it looked like a a Western standoff where Han Solo looked like he was putting his hand on the gun. Yes. Oh, that looked cool.
1: And the question will be who shoots first?
0: And we all know the answer.
1: It's always Han. Han always shoots first. I I, I bet you there'll be a line in there where he's uh, just to throw it off. He basically says, I always shoot first or something to that effect.
0: Like a throwback, yeah.
1: Yeah, just to get people all excited about the film. I'm loving it. I'm loving that Star Wars is putting out. All these films. Uh, Again, trolls, man, trolls just love the hate on the Star Wars franchise. I wanted to say this to all the trolls out there about Star Wars in general. Uh, The Last Jedi made $1.3 billion. Have you made $1.3 billion in less than four four, or three months? No, you haven't. You're not going to. Um, With that said, we're going to see Star Wars because for so long, Star Wars was at a premium. You didn't get very many films. So, as you know, we're into our fourth film since Disney bought the franchise. They're not going to do as well. Eventually, there, there's going to be some diminishing returns. Uh, the hype's not going to be as high. You're gonna the big deal is what When when are we going to see the first Star Wars film that doesn't break? You know, seven hundred and fifty million. You know, that's going to be a right. huge deal. And then what's, what's going to have to happen is Disney's going to have to give it a little bit of a break and then bring it back and get the hype again. But yeah, we're gonna we're gonna see some diminishing returns. I think the 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 JJ Abrams episode nine is gonna be really, really strong. Then, you know, we get the Ryan Johnson uh, trilogy. Is that gonna be a Mandalorian trilogy? Is that gonna be an old Republic trilogy? Are we moving forward? I don't know. I don't think that trilogy is gonna do nearly as well as this last one. And that's okay. That is the Disney knows what they're doing can they turn it into a Marvel-like franchise? We'll see. Probably not, because you don't have a Kevin Feige at the helm. Um, I'm not sure that Lucasfilm wants to do that kind of franchise. So, anyways, that's all. I just wanted to point that out. It's okay if the films only make $700 million. That's, for any film, that's good. So, I'm leaving at that. Agreed. Yeah. Do we have anything else to talk about? Gosh, I feel like we just, oh, man, we've been talking forever. So,
0: yeah, we all the all the big sh- all the big stories we shot right through
1: them. All the big stories this week. What have you guys been watching this week? What are you looking forward to? We're getting into the uh, the, the the bad part of movie season. We're getting into Oscar season here. Of course, we'll talk more about Oscars when that gets closer. We will get you our Oscar predictions. Of course, we we really believe that you know certain films, you know, Coco will win Best you know Animated Short. So on and so forth. Though I do believe uh, Painting Vincent w- does have a shot at it artistically. But the story's not as good. We'll get into that later. Um, yeah. So, Skylar, where can people follow you on the interwebs?
0: You can follow me everywhere on your favorite social media outlets at Disney Film Facts. You can also check out DisneyFilmFacts.com for the latest and greatest breaking news in the world of Disney, Marvel, Star Wars, and Pixar. And you can see me here co-hosting with Andy every week. It's a lot of fun. Come come talk to us. Come hang out.
1: Yes. You can follow me on all the various social media media. I can't talk today. You can follow me on all the various social media networks at Andy Herndon. Also, make sure you uh, follow our uh, Disneyland reporter, Ben Solo. Check out his uh, links in the bio here. And uh, if he says yes, he'll be on the show here in the future, which will be Absolutely amazing. Let us know what you think of the Disneyland report. And, uh, I have a question. Can we have a Walt Disney World report? And you know what? We're not going to do that because there's a billion dollar podcast that covered just Walt Disney World. So. Not that we don't like Walt Disney World. it's just We're
0: nowhere near Walt Disney World. We're
1: nowhere near it. And I appreciate the offers, those of you who've come and messaged me. Several people have, actually. (laughs) Can you you need Disney World report? I'm like, no, we're not going to. We want to focus on Disneyland, not because we don't love Disney World. There are plenty of podcasts covering Disney World. I'm thinking of, gosh, uh, No Midnight Podcast does a great job of covering Disneyland and Disney World. Uh, They are a theme park podcast, primarily. So go check out Corey at the No Midnight Podcast. He's actually in Orlando right now reporting. Uh, He's from Orlando, lives in California it does a great job with that. Um, they're friends of ours. So check them out. But uh, yeah, so much to talk about. Make sure you follow us on all the various social ne- media networks. Just go to the dcast.com for all that. Also subscribe to our Patreon. Uh, it helps us out. It, it, it makes us feel happy. And if you have not left an iTunes review, do so, I have people, ask uh, I don't listen on iTunes, how can I help there really isn't other places that you can review you can get an iTunes account and review us on there, that would be great unfortunately Spotify doesn't have a reviewing system the Google one's weird Uh, Stitcher Radio's weird so iTunes is the one that helps us the most because 75% of our listeners listen on iTunes, so uh, Apple Podcasts iTunes Review is always extremely helpful, and uh, I think we're good, yeah Yeah. Uh, Question of the day. Question of the day. Will the Han Solo film happen in May or
0: December? What is the answer? Come on. Come on. We know it's May.
1: It's in May. Yes, it's in May. The question has been answered, so trolls go away. We love you. And with that, you've been listening to episode number 151 of The T Cast. (laughs)